and welcome to the Master of Unlocking Game of the Year extravaganza. We are at the Character of the Year. You act like it's just going to get a little weirder with every podcast. You sounded like Oprah. <laughs> I, I don't even I remember what is Oprah. You get a car. That's all I can remember. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. Uh, I'm Logan, the weirdo extraordinaire. That's, uh, you nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. All right. Caleb thinks I nailed it. Jason typing furiously over there. I'm working on Caleb's uh, Oberdent slide. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, slide for that. So I'm pro- I'm producing. Over Wait there. a minute. Now I, mm, that's telling. What? As we're thinking about things, if he's just now putting together an Oberdent slide and his video is already done. Oh. 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 Hey, spoiler, not spoiler alert, but uh, we're gonna um, maybe we can advertise. Yeah. Or we're going to do a quick. Um, Pre, uh, what, what, how, how we're should I describe a li- We're going to do a live podcast. I shouldn't say live, but it'll be a live... Uh, Reactions. Live Can week. we make it like super clickbait? Yes, we should make <laughs> super it super clickbait. Of, uh, of us guessing what each other's top ten games of the year are. A, a red um, circle and an arrow pointing to it. There you go. If I've learned anything from YouTube. Yeah, click this video. Yeah, and then uh, and then we'll essentially, we'll once we guess you know everybody's top ten, we'll then reveal that top ten and kind of just go, oh... Well, I was either right or I was way off on this. <laughs> Take a guess at each other's top tens and see yeah. how well we know each other. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how much Jason regret, regrets not putting Oberdin on his video. Mm. Regrets. <laughs> Big time life regrets. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we were at Character of the Year, though, so um, less advertisements, more... Which, no, we never got Mel's. Eh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Character of the Year... Uh, let's run through the nominees real here, quick. Let me sort or, them real quick here. Oh for yeah, you, sort them by not, sort them by game. Uh, I think they we are. Need to sort range. Wrong. Uh, That's wrong. There, you sorted by name, <laughs> not. What was that? That was Caleb's slide being finished. Oh, <laughs> there's just a lot of. That's not what I wanted either. I don't even know what you just did. <laughs> I just randomized it. All right. Okay. Well, there, there you go. Okay. All right. So, ooh. in alphabetical order by game, uh, from Celeste, Mister Oshiro, from Donut County, BK, from God of War, Kratos, also from God of War, Freya, and also from God of War, Mimir, from Life is Strange Two, Sean Diaz, from Pit People, Horatio. Uh, the next four are from Red Dead Two, uh, Sadie Adler, Jeremiah Compson. Arthur Morgan and Dutch Vanderland from Spider-Man Spider-Cop and from The Missing uh, we have J.J. Macfield and F.K. We have a B.K. and an F.K. Both um, primarily talk through texts on a cell phone as well. Also very interesting. (laughs) Hmm. Well, uh, I did not play Celeste. I would like to play Celeste, but haven't had time to. By the way, that is the Games of Gold for January. Oh, cool. Good. Random advertisement. That is that, exciting. That's exciting. I will play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Mr. Oshiro. Uh, so Celeste, I don't know how much you guys know about Celeste even. Uh, I know it is a platformer. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, so the, the main conceit of the game is that this girl is going through some stuff, and so she wants to prove to herself that she can 
uh, she can accomplish something, so she decides to climb Mount Celeste. Oh, okay. Um, I assumed the girl's name was Celeste. No, oh. the girl's name is not Celeste. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, you can name her Celeste if you want oh, to. Oh, okay. But uh, she's, by default, is not. So I don't remember what the default name is. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, along the way, uh, there's this mountain. It's kind of, it's known as being very difficult to climb. Um uh, it's kind of, it used to be a big, big thing for people to do, but anymore it's, it's not really a thing people do much anymore just because it's super dangerous. Um, there's a hotel that used to be this huge, you know, sprawling, think like, um, what's the hotel from, uh, The Shining? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but I get, I Think like I that in see scope. Okay. okay. Um, and, but think of that as if, you know, the, the tourist boom has gone away and it has been for 15 years. Mm. Like, uh, it's nobody comes to this hotel anymore. But Mr. Oshiro is still a very dedicated worker and he's uh, trying to keep this thing together, even though there's literal holes in the ceiling and mm. he's just trying to keep it all together. He puts on this front when the main character comes in, like everything's okay. Um, mm. And do you want a room? She, he's very excited. They finally have a customer. Do you mm. need this room? And she's like, this place is all broken down, and he's in complete denial about it. Mm. And basically, it's a, it's kind of, um, it's kind of an allegory for his struggles as well, uh, because he, because of everything that's going on, is in this deep depression. So you have to kind of, um, as the as as the player, you have to kind of uh, collect his thoughts or collect his. Um, his well-being and try to help him like kind of repair the hotel mm-hmm. as you go through and it's it's the more the more of a downward spiral he gets in the more dilapidated the hotel gets mm-hmm. so you have to kind of try to help him on your way through your own personal struggles mm-hmm. you have to help him so it's just really cool like uh, it's a really cool symbolism for a person with depression trying to help somebody else with depression mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's maybe it doesn't fit on this list as much because it's not necessarily his character that's so great. It's just the situation. Hmm. So maybe maybe he goes. <laughs> maybe he goes. But I just thought it was a really cool moment in that game, and hmm. for a game that we're probably not going to talk a whole lot a lot. About. Wrong category. <laughs> <laughs> well, what category would that be? Though? I don't know. You said like, moment, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. not. It's, it's story plot. It's uh, not really. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's just a plot mm-hmm. point more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's not really him as a character. Mm-hmm. So I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to take him off, but I I do think that that's a really powerful part of that game. Okay. Uh, BK Donut County. Um, oh, he's going down the list. <laughs> I'm just going down the list. I, I don't know. I guess that we can kind of go however we want. I, unless anybody else wants to go another way. Uh, BK is a raccoon, and he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He basically created all the holes and um, all the holes that started within Donut County and how everything fell into whatever that is that they are all in. Um, um, for really no reason other than to have fun. <laughs> well, no, he needed his uh, needed money to get his drone copter. That's what I mean. It's right. Like so he, he was... doesn't have he and the more that this place he doesn't seem to care mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's destroying this no. entire city just to get this one cool thing that he wants. <laughs> yeah. He wanted a drone to deliver donuts. But with. then in the end, he kind of comes back around on that. So yeah, he has well, a cool like redemption arc. Yeah. Did you did you ever touch Donut County, Jason? No, I wanted to. I just I, I chose other things. 
So that's fair. I and I knew that I knew that both of you had played it, so yeah, I figured I'd do something else. It, I yeah, I mean he's an okay character for me. I mean I don't I wouldn't say he was like the best, but I think there's stronger stuff on the list. Me too. Uh, anybody else want to jump into anything else while we're uh, I, I, another one I feel like we can cut and just talk about real quick Spider Cop no no we can't cut Spider Cop stand on the list okay. that's our winner God. no I'm kidding I, I, that's a joke I mean it was it was kind of a dumb jokey thing that he was Spider Cop that lasted for like a hot minute and then it came back at the end I of the game I love Spider Cop I know it didn't hit everybody but every Some time some people hated like, that yes Spider Cop is back <laughs> it was dumb um. Uh. I'll um, hit on. Yeah. Who put Freya on there? Me. Okay. You want to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Freya is uh interesting for lots of reasons. Um, and it's obviously spoilers. We've talked about that a lot, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> the the way that that she she doesn't have to help Kratos or Atreus, but the reason why she helps Kratos is because she understands what it's like to have a kid. Yeah, she's a parent if situation, yeah. And so she doesn't necessarily like Kratos or want to help him. She doesn't like him at all. She wants to help Atreus because Kratos' sins aren't Atreus' sins. Yeah. And I find that really, really compelling. Well, Very interesting. And she has her own sins to atone for. So... There's that gets the first thing, and I'm, I guess I'm trying to think track of how where how the game goes. So like you're introduced to Freya, she's helping you, and then mm-hmm. she's more or less forced to make a choice. And Atreus is in a really bad way, and she decides to help Kratos. Mm-hmm. That's the Blades of Chaos moment and all that right. other stuff mm-hmm. that I, that I like quite a bit, obviously. Um, but then you know, spoilers at the end of the game. You know, she would rather see her self-done harm than her psychotic son, Balder, be destroyed. And she doesn't care what it means for the surrounding world Mm. of God of War, how it impacts um, anyone or anything. She doesn't care what Balder does because Balder is her son. And she is truly lost in that. Because she is culpable for the way Balder mm. is, but she still, after all of the shit that Balder has done, she thinks that he's redeemable. And I had something about that. I, it's not... People bag on God of War for the tropey, just fairly mundane father-son relationship bullshit, right? I don't I, know if people bag on it at all. I've, I've heard that sentiment. Really? Yeah, I've yeah. heard that sentiment plenty. And I think the real paternal relationship that's interesting in that game is Frey and Balder. I think it's, oh, yeah. it's I mean, far it's... and away the more compelling thing than, than Kratos trying to understand how to be a father. I'm not saying that stuff's bad. I think both of it is very good. But there are just such... The game is about patri- patri- patricide. Patricide. That's how you say that word, right? Patricide. The murder of your parent. Sure. Patricide. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I realize that's that's a major theme in that game, but the Freya and Balder stuff to me is just is super interesting, and how it impacts Kratos and Atreus and the decisions they ultimately have to make as the game's leads. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Freya, but Balder's out of control. Right. Right. Even if you 
just recently saved my son's life. I now have to take your sons away. Like that's I Yeah. That's mm. all I don't know. I I think Frey oh. is a really strong candidate in this category. I think you're right. And I think you're right too. I just have forgotten a lot about God of War because it's been so It's long been a long time, time right? Yeah. Yeah. And I if if anything in God of War I would I I, I would I don't know. Frey is my nomination, but I think all that stuff at the end of God of War is very strong. I mean, yeah, her arc really picks up right at the end. I mean, otherwise she was just kind of a side character who you were like, oh, well, she's just helping out, and then once you figure out... Is she originally known as just the witch? Yeah, you don't know her name until pretty late. Yeah, because, well, I think Mimir is the one who knows who she is. Oh, is that So once you get Mimir, it was like, wait a minute. Like, Mimir was like, I know who you are. Okay. Because she was mad when Mimir first, because yeah, because when he they yeah. brought the head in, because yeah, I had forgotten that. Um, of the mm. of the three God of War, like honestly, I think we cut Kratos. <laughs> I I think it's I'm fine with that too. I just added him in because it was, I felt like we didn't have enough. I'm on the side of Kratos though against against the stuff that I just talked about. Mm. Like I think that for whatever reason, there are people that didn't enjoy. Um, Kratos's relationship with Atreus. I, I have seen that sentiment. Yeah, really, I I guess I don't. Maybe I just ignore some. I, I don't. Yeah, I I think that that's. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's fair. I, I think it's very good. I think it's very well done. But if I had to pick between Kratos and Freya, especially when you look at where God of War was as a game. <laughs> Where and to you know you look to at have all, Kratos be like a developed character of any kind other than like just this angry murder robot, right? And I mean, who doesn't? I mean, how many times are we just boy? <laughs> like, I mean, just boy. like all of that stuff. Just the 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 range that he had in saying that one word is kind of crazy. There's the one before we before we let Kratos go. There is that one moment where he wants to physically comfort Atreus, but he yeah doesn't know how. Yeah, he like goes to put his hand That's up on true. his back, and he's just he doesn't know how to do that. He Kratos doesn't know how to hug, like he does. He's never been hugged. Kratos doesn't know how to hug. I think mm-hmm. I think part of the reason that I don't I don't think he fits on this list is because we know so much of Kratos from the other games, and this game is just directly opposed to that. I think a lot of his character development comes from. Uh, being opposed to what we know of Kratos and what's established, if those games wouldn't have existed, I don't think Kratos would be very interesting. No, but I also don't think the game would have been as interesting. Exactly. Because we didn't have the background knowing all of what he is and who he has so, been. So, as I'm saying, that the character for the year 2018, I don't think is Kratos. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with moving yeah. it off. I just I just thought it was a worthy nomination sure. to throw yeah, him sure. on there because yeah. it was just like... You know. He deserves this oh. too. <laughs> I'm gonna take Horatio off of there. It was mostly a joke, also. Okay, I don't. He's know. just a he's a farmer, and he fights with a pitchfork, and then like eventually he has to like kill these super aliens that like can mm-hmm. basically destroy the earth with, on a whim if they want to. Things go sideways. It's does Horatio is it his wife that's crushed right away? Yeah, and a son. Just oh, yeah. instantly, oh. just giant foot, I think, comes down and crushes them. Yeah, people so weird. <laughs> Poor ratio. Oh, people. Yeah. Um, uh, want to hit on uh, Jeremiah Compson in Red Yeah, Day. do you remember Jeremiah I do, Compson? and I remember the stuff, because I remember seeing his name on this list at one point, and then I got to his arc, and I was like, 
well, that was what the hell did they put this on here for? It was kind of boring. Really? I thought it was a very boring storyline. Okay, so the reason that I put Jeremiah Thompson on here is because it really got me thinking. Like his his character arc got me thinking more than anything. Okay. Because Jason, do you remember this quest? I'm trying to, you to go up into the into the north to get him right. So I don't I don't remember exactly where it was, but you find this guy and he says. Hey, they're gonna take my house. They're taking. They've taken my house away. Mm. I have nothing. I'm homeless now. Could you go up to my old house and get these three things for me? And he wants like, it's like a diary, a gun, and a pocket watch or something like mm. that. So you go to this house, and you find all three of the things are pretty easy to find, mm. except for there's there's like a hidden hatch that leads into a basement in this house. And when you go down there, you see that there's like shackles down there and his journal is down there and you pick it up and if you read it it's a log of him holding slaves so he was he was part of the confederate uh south in in the civil Mm. war he was holding slaves there for them and the thing that i thought was so interesting about it was like when you go back to him uh arthur's like no screw you 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 know you 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 did all this stuff he throws all the stuff in the Mm. fire even it's like no, you deserve to die here. And he's and he pleads for his life there. He's like, "Hey, without without this stuff, like I have no I have no worth." So, it really got me thinking like how closely attached are you to your actions? First of all, mm. and secondly, how big of an impact of of the environment that you're in reflects the actions that you do. He was just a pawn in this scheme. Like, I never got the sense from him that he was, you know, uh, he wanted to even be doing this. He just had okay, to. I, yeah, and I didn't get that part of it, I guess. I, I was just, I always just thought of it as, this is, it was a, like an, an Arthur Honor thing. Yeah. For me, that's the way I looked at it. And it just got me thinking about, like, how much of a product of your time mm-hmm. are you? And if you take that, that you know, that, that setting that you're in, if you take that away, then... What does that mean for you as a person? Oh, I get that. And I, I, just, I thought a lot about that, and that's that's why he's on the list. He can come off uh, just because there's there's strong candidates. No, there, I think that's a that's a that's a unique way of looking at that. Of like, I'm just as in general as a whole of like this was what made him who he was, right? Even though it wasn't right, right? But it wasn't right, and also like. That was t- that part was taken away from him when the war ended, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like, he's worthless now. <laughs> is that yeah. is that how we? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how how closely how how much of your job is your identity defines who you yeah. are. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. I'm gonna take him off. It's it's an interesting story arc. Yeah. That's for sure. I guess I just wasn't compelled by him as a character as much. Um. It's a really good argument, Caleb. It is a good argument, though, I will, I will say. Um, we haven't played Life is Strange 2 yet, uh, Jason and I, so um, I don't know enough about Sean Diaz at this point. Sean's, Sean's the older brother. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, because I know you guys are both probably going to play this. Play it. Yeah, that's... Uh, but he's just a really good older brother. Okay. Um, I think he needs to stay, at least for now. Uh and yeah, and the, the, that's hard because it's, it's like really yeah, hard you don't to, want it. Yeah. We can't spoil it for yeah. each other. Yeah, that's that's hard. He is put in a very, uh, can, very awkward position. Can I can I give one other recommendation though for something because of how we are treating Life is Strange too? 
can he be character of the year for 2019? Because of because of how Life is Strange is going to come out. Yeah, that's that's a fair argument. That that's just my only thing at this point with with it is that it since it's only episode one of five that have come out. Yeah, he's got a long time. I can to, see that. He's got a long time to change his character arc. <laughs> he's just he's really good, really good. I wish he would have played it to see, but I you know, I'm say I'm going to play it yeah. when it comes fully comes out in 2019. Okay. That that's my only yeah. Let's do it. Uh, for just from a, a simple rule standpoint, because we're going to get eighty percent of the game in twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, and I have a feeling he'll be on the list next year too. Okay, that's just yeah, that that's my only yeah. thought. Okay, that's fair. Um. Okay, Mamir. I mean, that guy is full of stories, <laughs> full of stories, and it ju- his thick Scottish accent, and you cut his head out of a tree and that that guy moves that game along he does in a lot of ways man I of the stuff that's left I know right we haven't even talked about the other three Red Dead characters yet um uh, so I added JJ and you added FK from the missing. I'm fine with taking FK out. I added FK just because I. It's a stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. And you talk to it via text message when in all reality it's a te- it's a text message from a stuffed animal inside your subconscious, and like FK is almost even kind of like, if you're thinking about like the conscious, the subconscious, and the id, like it's goes more toward that id route of like that of just like because he's just constantly you guys are constantly swearing at each other yeah. and sending like terrible memes at each other and it's just a it's really the only part he's the only character that you talk to during that game yeah. everyone else is either some weird spirit or and you don't even really you don't even realize he's a stuffed animal for a while. <laughs> right. You're just like, who the hell is this? I don't know. I just thought it was a, it was a an odd character to have in there, and for that be like to be the main story device for of, a while. Of the two, I think that JJ is the stronger character. Oh, I agree. If we're just going char- like pure character, especially with how the arc ends. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Honestly, um, I think JJ stays like. Stay, stays permanently on this list, but unless somebody has a really good argument, I don't at this point. But I also really like all three of the Red Dead characters <laughs> here too. Um, because yeah, I mean now we're at. I, mean, I, I, I think we cut Mamir. Mamir. If I had to pick God of War, I from Mamir over Freya. I, Problem. Jason has swayed me with the Freya argument. I'm, I think I cut Mamir over Freya too. I think I'm good with that. He's, he's damn entertaining. He is damn entertaining. This but is not a slide against Mamir. But he no. doesn't really have any development or anything like that. He is, he, yeah. He doesn't change. No. He's just he's a very integral part of that game. That game would be there'd be a lot of boring sections yeah. of that game without yep. Mamir. Yeah, Mamir's quite the valet. Uh huh. Yeah, but I yeah I agree with you guys. I mean, he, he's really kind of the glue that keeps uh, Kratos, and, trucking around. Kratos and Atreus from destroying each while other. While you're rowing a boat, mm-hmm. while you're 
going back and forth from place to place. Mm-hmm. Amir's yeah. there to tell you stories, and I was glad to have him. And he would, and if you got to the end of a of, of an area and he wasn't finished telling you the story, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm back." Like, yeah, like <laughs> that was a little awkward, but yeah, I thought that was great. Like, because yeah, if you like this way, you didn't have to stop. Like, or oh, a like, with. Can you finish that story you were telling earlier? Yeah, like that, I thought that was funny. Like that was good <laughs> stuff. But but yeah, I'm fine with where we were going. Um, let's talk Red Dead people now. Uh, Sadie Adler. I, Sadie was great. I mean, her turn from you saving her from no. that the house at the very beginning of the game to turning out to be the most badass bad, character in the game, badass <laughs> bounty hunter in the game. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay, like that. Cause yeah, like once you ended up in was it was it after, yeah, it was right after the island. You came back and she was basically the the one that kept the crew together. Yeah. It was her and who else? It was who else? Somebody else, Sadie. It was mostly Sadie. But there was one other character. Sorry, was doesn't it, matter. Uh, the the, uh, the cook. No, uh, what's her name? The the older lady. No, I'm Abigail? trying to remember her name. Not Abigail. Well, well, then there was the older woman that he would always tell, that Dutch would always say, all right, so-and-so, and so-and-so, pack up, we gotta go. I can't remember their names now. Who is the, and then that was, uh, who was the one that led him back to camp? Was that Bill? I think it was Bill. Bill led, led him back to camp, yeah. yeah. That led him back to their camp. I remember Bill was all pissed off that, like, everybody came back and he just got, kind of got thrown to the, like, eh, but you're right. That's the moment where uh, it, Sadie becomes really. You're, she becomes your your sidekick at that point. Where with Arthur and you start, you go to the prison together. You do that's what you do the hot air balloon together. You do. She's very self. Tilly. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think she's a great character. The way that she develops and that you end up with her at the end and. Honestly, like. Okay, again, spoilers for Red Dead, but mm-hmm. when when Arthur dies there, mm-hmm. I was like, I knew there was an epilogue, so I'm like, please give me Sadie. Right. <laughs> I yeah. really want this to be Sadie. Yeah, I actually thought, I was like, am I going to control Sadie for a while? That would be be cool. I'd be fine with that. would have been cool. Do you guys, speaking of Arthur, who do we who do we really extol the virtues of first, Arthur or Dutch? Oh, man. I like both characters a lot. I think that there's probably more to Arthur than there is the Dutch. I don't know about that. And Dutch. Well, so Dutch, I think, I think Dutch is interesting, and you're not supposed to like Dutch, and he does a very good job of of. of but you like Dutch for a while. I think you like Dutch. There's at the always beginning. this. I like, like Dutch at the beginning. There's always this. Yeah, there's like, always this skepticism. There's always this underlying turmoil. But, but it's because we knew it. Because I yeah, guess we always knew that Dutch know. turns out to be you're a bad right. guy. But well, that. Even at the beginning, though, like it's heavily hinted that something went wrong at this other job, and it's probably Dutch's fault, and he just refuses the, to admit at Blackwater. it. Blackwater, yeah, at Blackwater. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. Maybe if you guys, you guys could just maybe enlighten me or help me understand. Like, to me, Dutch seems close to one note for me because he. He is always a monster. He's been a monster. He's just a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's selfish. And that, 
never wasn't the case. Never not once throughout Red Dead 2. But I think the interesting thing to me is that progression that it takes to get there for him to become, to him to embrace that he is full monster. And he doesn't get there until the very end. At the beginning of that game, he thinks he is the good guy. He thinks he's helping all these people. He thinks, like, I am, this is, I am their. This he is, is Robin Hood. I, yes, he, I, he, they he are following Hood. me. I'm the father of this I, family. This I, is yeah. my family. And, and then gradually throughout the course of the game, he, he it becomes clearer and clearer to him that maybe he's not the good guy. And at the end, when you see him for that last time and he lets you go as John, it's more of a, okay, he knows who he is now. He realizes that he's... He's the one that screwed this whole thing up, and yeah. I mean, when you look at like the middle of that game, there's no. He didn't have to go and get everybody together to go save. Um, what was that, Jack? Like when when the yeah. Braithwaite's took him. But even that to me is self-serving. Right. It no. It, it is. But he doesn't realize it. He, he thinks has he is to. doing. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's he plays. So at the beginning of the game, he's he's playing it selflessly or trying to appear um, at least. Yeah, and gradually at that point, he's trying to play both sides of it, and it just tips the scale more and more and more as the game goes on. Man, I'm just having a hard time. His motive. He's always he always seemed like that to me. He never once seemed like, and even when he's doing the right thing, quote unquote, it was always self serving for Dutch to tell himself that he was the one who did it. Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? Is that at the beginning of the game, he's he's how how can I help all these people, but still kind of make a profit for myself. And at the end of the game, it's how do I like fake that I care about these people, but also like maintain all this cash. I I need all this. This is my stuff. I did this. Well, and, and through the through the game, that scale just tips completely the, whole, the other way. And the whole thing is, it's not like he's trying to you know go to Tahiti for himself. He's trying to get everybody there. It's not that he's. I guess that's yeah. the other part. At that it. point, it's, it's kind of the fifty fifty thing. That's mm-hmm. in the middle of the game, like. Yes, I want to escape there, but also, like, I want my friends there, too. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's... Arthur, I think, Arthur said said it best, or the way that I see Dutch, Arthur's character says, I don't think that Dutch has changed, I think we're just seeing who he always has been. Oh, I don't disagree with you on that, I'm just saying I think that they, they built the character arc up in a way that it, it did start from, like, he was a little... You could tell that it was a little more about the family and about the gang, and then it just starts slowly became more. I about guess Dutch. when you even think about the physical spaces they traverse, yeah. mm-hmm. like there's a there's a camp that's alive with activity and people, and they all trust one another, and that slowly degrades as Dutch degrades to a little cave with a treasure chest in it. Right, <laughs> yeah. the end. it's kind of actually if I can yeah. if I can pose that there's this vital vibrant camp. Set up. There's no le- people. I mean, you get to a point where there's no ledger anymore. Right. I mean, there's no people are contributing to the camp. Everything has gotten to that point where it's Just all about where it's down. all about me versus all about the camp. I don't. The I, I don't disagree with you that he like he has he he's greedy and selfish the entire time. I think the interesting thing to me about his character is him realizing it. Mm. Over okay. The course of the okay. Game. Okay. Mm. And okay. there's and when you talk about character though is just the way that whenever he's on the screen, he commands that screen time. Like, he's when you look at just the way that that voice actor and the way that they portray him, 
he is the man wherever he goes. I mean, and even when you go to Saint Denis and he's trying to get in with the the higher ups there, I mean, he was he was still the top dog. I mean, he was still like he could still defuse any situation. He could do whatever. That's to me what just made him like he was an important person. Like he yeah. walked into a into a scene and it was it was all about Dutch. Yeah, charismatic. Yeah, snake oil salesman. Yeah, <laughs> not literally as others are in the game. Right, but. but that's that's where I look at it of just like he was a character. Like that was, he, okay. yeah. Not saying whether he was good or bad. Just saying that if you're looking at, I mean, a character can be a villain. Okay, I of those three, <laughs> this is weird to say, but I think Arthur is the weakest. <laughs> You controlled him the whole time, but... As it, far as character development mm-hmm. goes, like, he kind of... He doesn't... He, the biggest thing he does is help John, which really isn't that big of a... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the biggest moment for him is helping John. I think some of that yeah. is, is just the way that the, the, way that the game... Well, it's just a function of a video game. Yeah. Where your decisions are Arthur's decisions. Right. And everyone else's are their own decisions. So Dutch may be ultimately more mm. interesting because they're his decisions. Sadie's are more interesting. But you're Arthur. Yeah. So when you help someone along the road, like that's just you mm. making that choice. He kind of in the in like the, if you look at it from like the grand scope, he kind of goes along with Dutch for a long time, then decides no, this can't be anymore. He helps the remaining gang members escape or do whatever, and then he dies. Like, <laughs> I know I'm boiling it down to, like, very, you know, granular, very, like, grand mm-hmm. uh, plot points, but really, like, he never really has that big reveal moment. He never really has that big... Arthur's Arthur. Yeah. He's, he's, he's consistent. He's, yeah. yeah. And he's consistent in how you want him to be consistent, which, I mean, if you played the game as a villain... Like I feel like it would just be very counterintuitive. I wonder if anything would change if you if your honor level was more toward the red, like because it's just everything that he does in plot points of the story, he's a good guy. Yeah. So I don't know how. Did you guys? I think that, uh, and I was toying on putting this on moment, but everything was just so strong, and it's a weird one. Yeah. Did you guys talk to Karen or Tilly at camp? Where Arthur kind of sits down with them, and it's a minute-long conversation with both. Yeah. Oh, Arthur right, sits down, yeah. and he, yeah. um, what's wrong, Arthur? You look down. Oh, I don't know. Been killing animals, robbing folks, murdering men for no good reason, and like those are they're a minute long, but they're it's a lifetime of they're great. Those yeah, moments yeah. are great, and they're like mm. that's not good, Arthur. That doesn't sound like you. You know, there, there's there's those brief moments where people believe in Arthur more than he believes in himself, and that's the way it is throughout, which mm. is the most interesting thing to me about Arthur, mm. especially if you play honorably, which they kind of want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two ways to go with this. Did you guys do the side mission with the nun? Yeah. You no, help her with charity? Um, this you might find really interesting. Mm. And so you do the... It's the, the mission is called... Um, the art of conversation and you escort eagle flies to the general's camp after you've stolen the goods for 
um, I can't remember the name of the character, the one that at the end of the mission he he has to avoid being court-martialed. Arthur coughs. Oh, yeah, I remember. He coughs, he gets uh, sick, he overhears the, the, two, story, yeah. mm-hmm. the two guys are going to court-martial um, mm-hmm. the other guy who is siding with the Native Americans. Yeah. And they extract him from camp, and then they get him to a train and get him out of town. At the end of that mission, you either run into one of two characters. Reverend Swanson, if you haven't done the nun stuff, and... Um, the nun. The nun. Yeah. And so you ran into the nun? Yeah. What about you? I ran into Reverend Swanson. Right. Yeah. Okay, so if you do the nun side story, mm-hmm. you run into her, and she, um, after you doing some charitable things to help her out, she's very excited to see you. Mm-hmm. And she talks to Arthur about what a wonderful person he is. And he's like, no, sister, you you don't know me. You don't know the things that I've done. Oh, I know you. I know you well enough. You wouldn't mm. have done that if it wasn't inside you. I'm, mm. you know, more or less trying to recap that conversation. But that's really great. That's some of Arthur's best stuff in that game. Mm. Is she believes in him and she sees the good in Arthur when he doesn't see it in himself. Mm. Uh, and he's right he's done horrible things like you murder people Like, but she's trying to tell him like you don't know yourself and you may not be totally beyond redemption sorry for the word but mm. you may yet be able to do something good and I, I don't know like that stuff is really interesting to me where he is introspective and yeah. whether or not you mm. do the, some of those things that he says he's done because you may not be a murdering maniac you yeah. may be like that's the Video games, right? But he, if anything, I think that's that's his strong stuff. But it's not as dynamic as Sadie and Dutch. No. Um, so, which of the three, what would you go with? Each of you. If I had to rank them one, two, three, it would be Dutch, Arthur, Sadie. <laughs> You're the opposite. Uh, kinda. <laughs> I go. I go. Sadie, Dutch, Arthur. That's what I would do. You do Sadie Dutch Arthur. Yeah, Sadie's character is so good because she starts out as just a, a housewife mm-hmm. and evolves all the way into badass bounty and, and maybe it's just because we didn't get as much time with her. That's in all reality, that's probably why I would put her lower. That it, that's that's all. Yeah, but I think she's a great character. I, I was I think I was the one who put her on the list. Should we should we keep her on there? I think based Sadie JJ, all girls. Sure. <laughs> well, um, JJ is not really a girl. <laughs> well, yeah, oh yeah, wait a minute. And I, was, I was like, hold on. Um, yeah, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. And then we have to pick one, though, right? I personally, I would vote for Sadie, but. Jason made a really kind of for Freya. I'm kind of on the Freya boat here. What do you think? Jason's spinning his cup. I like both of them a lot. What, Freya and Sadie? Mm-hmm. I think I would choose Sadie. You choose Sadie? Well, fine. I'm going to choose JJ. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I think I choose. I think I would choose. I think I would choose Sadie just because. Um, and there's that stuff that there's that mission that's for me just so memorable, where you go with Arthur and you just take down the whole camp of guys 
and you execute she executes the guy who murdered her husband and oh yeah abused her and like she just like has the guy's blood all over her face and like she's like look what they did to me Arthur like they turned me into a monster there's so many times too when like you go you go into camp and she's like hey let me go on the next thing with you guys let me go let me go and they're like Dutch is like no you stay here you're a woman you stay here and then she finally does go, and she's like the best at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you guys choose. It, I, I updated it to Mrs. Sadie Adler. Mrs. She is Mrs. Adler. Uh, that, and that mission is like that mission has a great title too. I think it's Mrs. Mrs. Sadie Adler, comma widow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so, so good. So Caleb, what are you thinking? It's over to Sadie and Freya. Well, if Jason. Feel Sadie. I mean, you're the one that made the argument for Freya, so uh, let's go Sadie. I'm okay with that. Do Sadie. Mrs. Adler. Yep. Mrs. Adler. Congratulations. You are Character of the Year with honorable mention to Freya and J.J. Macfield. What was I like it. What, is J- what was the J.J. again? Something, J- something J- Jack's... Like... Jackie. Was it Jackie? Okay, I don't remember. They said it like once, so I don't remember. It was. It was um, I don't. I can't remember. It's gonna drive me nuts. Like I just played it last night. It was Jack. Some because they because the mom called him Jack. I, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. It's hard to find. Oh, it's all right. We uh, can. All right. Now the important question: What are we gonna get for lunch? Ooh, yeah, good question. That's an important question. Before we hit into put the, in the comments below, are, what should we have for lunch? You know, you know what, guys, this is exciting that we are on schedule. We are on schedule. It <laughs> is eleven forty. We are on schedule. We're gonna have all afternoon for game of the year, and we are going to fight, and we are going to. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for it. All right, I'm hitting stop on this because yeah. Yeah. All right, pay. Yeah, just watch yeah. the next. Yeah. Listen yeah. to the next yeah. episode. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. 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 Yeah.